today we're doing Ask the Olmers Hot Ones edition. You guys have asked 10 questions on social media. Here's how it works. 10 hot sauces getting hotter and hotter and hotter. My parents will read a question, they will eat a wing, and they will answer it. Good luck, Mom and Dad. Hey, you guys. Thanks for joining us. Justin and Brooke here. We are in our backyard in front of my lovely license plate collection, which I've just been dying to show you in some way, shape, or form. So today's the day for that. As you heard from Charlotte, we are doing an Ask the Olmers Hot Ones edition inspired by the television show Hot Ones. And we've got some sauces here that are guaranteed to at least melt my face. I am not good with hot stuff. But we are going to go ahead and dive right in unless you wanted to add anything. No, I'm ready to eat. All right. The first question that we'll be answering today is, what has been your favorite part about social distancing? And I'll defer to Brooke to get us going. Although I, I guess we're supposed to eat a wing Let's eat now. first, yeah, we have to take a bite first. And our first spice is banana pepper and it's uh, rated a 300 on the Scoville scale. Which one am I, it's I don't wanna, one. are you sure? I'm sure. All right. The worst one looks like baby poop. <laughs> it's not that bad. No, it's not bad at all. It's I don't not, even taste it. It's not very tasty. Mm -mm. So, according to the television show, we don't have to finish these, but we're hungry, so we might. Mm. Remember not so, to touch your eyes. Mm -hmm. So the question again, what's been your favorite part? Or pick my nose. About social distancing. I love to socially distance. <laughs> I'm socially distant in general. Uh, my favorite part has been having you home because River loves waking up and you being home. Mm. And uh, the other kids wake up so early, you're always home. But River normally doesn't get to see you until nighttime. And so watching him get excited about you is my favorite. I've enjoyed that too. What is he? What kind of sound does he make when he wakes up in the morning? Dude, dude. That's me. Yeah. Um, I would say the same thing is true for me. I have loved waking up and not feeling any pressure to rush out the door, spend time with my family, be able to do my quiet times with my kids present, and yeah, be around my wife and kiddos 24 seven. Um, thankfully, we're in a good place, otherwise that could be done. <laughs> Book Bear, tell us about our next sauce. This is the Serrano pepper. What is the uh, rating on this one? 17,000 Scoville. It's a pretty significant leap. Yeah, it needs to be. All right, so, Go ahead on your wing if you want. Our next question, question number two, says, how can I distract myself from anxiety and depression during quarantine? Normally I'd have school and people to get, uh, to help me get distracted, but now I don't have that and it's getting worse. So I'm gonna go ahead and eat my wing and if you're ready, you can respond to that question. Mouthful. So I think this is your opportunity to not be distracted and not distract yourself intentionally. Um, we're a very distracted nation, distracted people in general, but this would be your opportunity to actually think about how you think, think about your feelings, think about, okay, like why do I think about that? Um, to give yourself space to feel what you need to feel. Um, what is it that's triggering your anxiety? What are the trends? You can look at patterns in your life. You could be journaling during this time and then going to God with it. Um, I've been reading this book and it talks about how like we all have thoughts and feelings that we're uncomfortable with that we don't really even want to admit to ourselves, let alone other people. But if we can confess them to the Lord and invite his light into our darkness, 
then he can do something about it. Um, so I think this is an opportunity yeah. in that sense um, to actually maybe heal and grow emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. All right, question three, hot sauce three. This next one <laughs> is cayenne pencil thin red cayenne pepper 30,000 Scoville. This one might start to like make a difference for I me. Think... I'm already getting a little sweaty. All right, question number three. What has been your least favorite part about social distancing? Again, you started first, mm. so you get to go first. I don't like my freedom infringed on. I don't like not having the choice to go somewhere. Yeah, for me, it's that I don't get to see you guys, that I don't get to go mm. to church. I really miss worshiping. I miss worship a lot. I miss um, seeing my whole team and my friends at work. So I think it's the larger lack of community aspect for me that's my least favorite thing about all of this. Yeah, I miss looking y'all in the eyes and being able to tell, oh, you're not okay, or mm -hmm. oh, you are okay, and getting to actually like, like meet each other there, yeah. Yeah, I, I think writing to each other and communicating during social media, like what a blessing that we live in this day and age while something like this is happening, but it, a computer will never, ever, um, compensate for actual community being face-to-face. -face. Yeah. Yeah. Hot sauce number four, question number four. The hot sauce is Tabasco. aged red Tabasco pepper, and now we are 250,000 Scoville. I don't like it. Let's do it. All right. Question four this is a really light question. Did God send the coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> totally. Please, um, lead away. I don't know. I mean, it's not unheard of, but I don't think he, like, sent it to punish us necessarily. I think he uses hardship. He uses, you know, bad things, but he's not the author of bad things. He isn't. He can't be. Like, he is light. He's not darkness. He is all good things. Um... I don't know why we have the coronavirus, but I do know that God can bring great blessing out of it, even in the pain, even in the hardship, even in the loss. And so for me, like I'm just praying that we would all see that, that we would all receive that, that everything lost would be restored, that's meant to be restored, everything for his glory. Um, but I don't, I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I think that is the answer. I don't know. I'm not God. Brooke Bear's not God. She's close. Uh-uh. But, um, you know, Brooke and I have been talking a lot about you guys, about church, on walks in the evenings. What's oh, got me? <clears throat> and um, Brooke said something profound and beautiful the other day as we were walking is that, you know, we're asking questions about society right now. We're asking questions about, you know, the general public health. We're asking questions like, man, did God send this? But I think she said it perfectly when she said, I think the best question I can ask right now is what is God saying to me about the coronavirus? What is he saying to me during the coronavirus? What does God want to impress upon me? And going back to Brooke's answer earlier, just the idea that what a gift of a time where we're surrounded by a government mandated peace and quiet to deal with the stuff that maybe we haven't had time to deal with until now. 
Well, and to like deal with your feelings about this. I mean, I cry a lot mm-hmm. and I don't know why I just do. So I'm, I haven't figured that out yet. Um, so we watch like TV shows where I know I'm going to cry. So I have like permission to cry and I'm just not like randomly crying. Um, but like, it's okay to feel whatever you're feeling right now about this, you know, and it's okay to ask God why or be mad at him that he allowed this because, um, you know, this is not pleasant for most of us. Um, it's okay to feel that, but then take it and talk to God about it. Um, you know, the, the darker your feelings, the more light he can bring, you Mm. know, the brighter it will be. And, um, there can be peace in the midst of this. Yeah. Along those lines, um, we've been watching This Is Us a lot, which mm. guaranteed maybe every single episode is going to make you cry. It's going to bring out all the feels. And Brooke has in the past said, I don't want to watch that because it's going to you know, make me weepy. In the last several days, she's like, let's watch that. And we've had a lot to catch up on. And so every night we're watching it. And whether it's a part of the show that like it's clear they have emotionally manipulated you into a place of like, here come the feels or something that's not intended to make you cry. Brooke has just been weeping lately. And I think that has to do with something we read earlier in the week about these five stages of grief. And one of them is called anticipatory grief. Right now, the world, if not just America right now, as Americans, are having this anticipatory grief of, I don't know what tomorrow looks like. I don't know what next month or this year looks like. And that is a thing worth grieving. But how do we get that out? Well, some of us, it's going to be through worship songs. Some, it's going to be quiet times. Some, it's, you know, the gospel according to This Is Us. But Brooke, weeping at night is actually, like, so healthy and so beautiful. You have to feel it. Like, with grief, it's impossible to get um, through it without, like, allowing yourself to feel it. Like, it requires crying. It requires um, talking to other people about it. And it requires giving yourself time and knowing that, Like you might not be better after one day of crying and talking about it. You might need to do that again tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Um, It takes as long as it takes. And grieving is a godly thing. I mean, not only are we called to grieve, but God grieves things. Mm. Um, So it's it's a holy behavior. So if you need to grieve, don't be afraid of it. And if you're having trouble getting started, um, ask for help. Talk There's a to whole somebody. book of the Bible about it. What's it called? Lamentations. Lamentations to lament. This is a big lamenter right here. Oh, it's the end of the world. I'm going to feel like that in just a minute. <laughs> All right. <gasps> More? My lips are hot. Sauce number five. Question number five. We'll start with the sauce. This one is called Scotch Bonnet Pepper. I don't know what that is, but we're about to find out. I'm already feeling a little tingling in my lips so far. I am proud of myself, but I'm also unimpressed with the heat and I'm sure I'm going to regret that in just a moment. Question number five, um, what books are you currently reading? I love this question because it implies that we're using our time wisely and reading some books. Um, I know I'm I'm reading reading some books, but Brooke, tell them about what Mm. books you're reading. I'm reading a book called Letters to the Church by Francis Chan, who I'm always calling Jackie Chan. (laughs) Um, He appreciates it. I don't know why. I'm also reading Boundaries for Your Soul, and I'm reading at night just for fun this old book about like some pharaoh in Egypt that is free on Kindle, and it's super translated por- horribly. It was like originally written in Polish, and then it was translated by volunteers for Kindle for free, and it is it is rough, but I really like it. 
I didn't hear a lot of what you said. My lips are on fire. Really? Yeah. You're only halfway through. <laughs> it got on my lips. They don't feel good. <laughs> <clears throat> Brooke is a much more avid reader than I am. Um, he I always, reads my notes that I make for him. I do. <laughs> I always feel like holier than now saying it, but to, to be honest, um, I primarily read the Bible and I read a lot of it. And so for me, my, my favorite book lately has been um, the Psalms and Ecclesiastes. I've been reading a lot of scriptures where David has been in a tough spot and trying to acknowledge that toughness to God and giving him God, giving God his pain. He's also a dramatic lamenter. He is. And he, um, he goes very far back and forth with his emotions, which, you know, there are days that I'm feeling like, God, I love being home. And then there are other days where I'm just like, I am freaking out, like jumping out of my skin. And so David speaks to that and God speaks to him in that. So reading the Psalms and reading in Ecclesiastes where it just talks about how, man, just to enjoy a good meal, to have something good to drink, to spend time with family, to enjoy where you're at and what you're doing is such a blessing. And so trying to focus on that is hard, but reading Ecclesiastes makes it a lot easier for me. So those are my favorite books that I'm reading right now. Okay, habanero, pepper, 600,000 Scoville. All right, so this is a is doubling where we've been on the Scoville scale. And question number six to accompany hot sauce six is how do you prepare spiritually for something like the coronavirus? I'll answer this one question. You gotta eat a bite first. Then you're gonna go first. No, you just eat it. They can want to just eat. Lucky you. How do you prepare spiritually for something like the coronavirus? You know, for me, it kind of harkens back to a word that you hear me use all the time. I think subconsciously I was telling myself You're not breaking to. the rules. Oh, sorry. You're fine. <coughs> Discipline. I'm a big fan of the word discipline, probably because I'm not very disciplined. But the idea of spiritual disciplines, wherein we, like the scripture says, have been blessed with a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. I think if you establish the healthy habit of, this is hot. That one is hot. Of reading your Bible every day, worshiping, and just singing wherever you're at getting out and spending time in nature and not too much time on your device. Those sorts of disciplines, if you're already actively engaged in, when something like this or something, anything big happens, a death, a bad prognosis from the doctor, when those things come along, you can take them in stride. If I'm reading in the Psalms regularly and seeing, man, life is not always easy. When not easy stuff comes, it doesn't shock me. It doesn't come as a surprise. It's still an adjustment and a processing, but to maintain healthy spiritual disciplines is I think how you prepare your soul for stuff like this. God said life is not gonna be easy. It's hard, hard stuff happens. And so prepare yourself by just doing what he says. Yeah, I don't think it takes away from like your feelings or like the initial hardness of anything, but your recovery is quicker if you are already in the practice of like, okay, I know how God feels about these things because this is what his word says. And I know how to hear his voice in these moments because I understand how he speaks and I understand like his character and I trust his character. Um, it's very easy to doubt God when you're not in the word and you start to think that he is not the loving God that he really is mm. um, because the world is not a loving world, but you know, God is love. 
the word says so, and the word clearly describes that throughout even the Old Testament if you actually read it. I had something to say and I forgot because my lips were on fire. That was the point. It was good though. Good. All right. It's Another time. Hot. It is getting hot. Next up, sauce number seven. Ghost pepper. Yeah. Ghost pepper, one million Scoville. Already know, not my friend. All right. You're going first. I am. I'm not comfortable with this at all anymore. Who's the better singer, Justin or Brooke? Charlotte. Mm. Not Justin or Brooke. That's true. Everyone's heard you sing. <laughs> Is that no a jab? No one's heard me sing. No, you're just loud. But for sure it'd be Charlotte. I agree. Yeah. Charlotte's got a great voice, a cool pitch. And she loves to listen to a song and just on her own, make it her own. Mm. Um, you know, this question actually made me think of something back in the day. I've shared this with you guys before, but before I met Brooke, I had a list of things that I hoped for in a wife. And over the years, oh my God, over the years, I would find that list getting shorter and shorter mm. until the only thing on my list and my hope for a bride was someone to worship God with. Mm. And that's what God gave me and Brooke. And while we don't spend a lot of time harmonizing and singing together, I love getting to worship with her. I don't know how. Well, I can barely sing with it, even a little. Yeah, and when you sing next to me, I'm the only thing you hear because I just holler. That's the best for me, though, because then everyone can just laugh at you and not me. <laughs> that last one is not good. They're getting worse. They're getting worse. Yeah, my mouth hurts. Oh. Okay. Next. I'm gonna have to drink something soon. <clears throat> I need to finish chewing. Am I glistening? It's hard to wipe the sweat because my hand is covered in demon sauce. You can use that. It's it's true. This one does look. Like I feel blood. like we're gonna. I'm gonna start drooling <laughs> as I answer. <laughs> That's what happens on the show. Okay. <coughs> I swallowed something weird. <laughs> I don't know if we should record because this is funny or if it is pathetic. Ugh. How are you? It burns. Hi, oh, it burns. <clears throat> All right. It's not that I feel pain less than you, it's that I can handle it better than you. <laughs> you see how I just was like, yeah, wait. Wait. All right, what do we have next? Carolina for... Reaper. Reaper. Uh-huh. Death. 2.1 million Scoville. Yeah, I'm sure this isn't gonna phase me at all. So. I like how you reorganize it for me every time. I can't help it, I mean, I feel like Monk. You I'm are really just upset that they're not perfect and I can't see the labels. Question number eight. This is a great question. If you could go back for a moment in your marriage, for those of you not married in life, if you could go back for a moment in your marriage and have a do-over, would you? Hmm. You got something? You look like you have something. I would say one of the foolish things that I ever did. I'll go back and finish or fix. Not finish. Totally erase and fix. Would be that time that I left you in Istanbul 
off, like in a huff. I was like, I am tired of watching you take pictures. This don't even any good. I'm bored, tired, hungry. I'm going back to the hotel. And uh, so we're in Istanbul and we're staying at this little hotel next to the Hagia Sophia. And I'm like, where is the Hagia Sophia? There, I see minarets, that must be it. I didn't think about the fact that they have to have, um, gosh, is it like every like 800 yards or something they have to have a mosque? I mean, they, they're everywhere, they're all over. So I totally picked the wrong mosque and I go off like pouting, stomping my way off uh, <coughs> in the middle of this city all by myself. And I was like marching around for two hours trying to find my hotel. So mad when he totally knew how to get to our hotel. Um, and like two hours later, was it? Like I, I turn a corner and I'm like, wait, there's some guards over there. Maybe they'll know where my hotel is. So I go back and I see Justin. And Justin had been following me the whole time to keep me safe and just like hiding behind cars or like behind buildings just to make sure that I was safe. But he was like, I'm not gonna talk to her right now. She's mad. No way. Um, but then I saw him and I broke down and just started crying. And I was so embarrassed for being like a butthead um, and like not being wise, going off in a strange city by myself. But then I sit there and I cry and street children came and started throwing trash at me because I'm making a scene in public and that's not the way they do things in Istanbul. It was one of those moments in life when you're like, I should not laugh at this. I mean, she's hurt, she's broken, she's miserable, but these kids just come up and looked at her and just started throwing garbage at her. But then we wanted to get out of there so bad, we got in a taxi. After taxi I rescued you from the yeah. garbage. The taxi driver is like, um, you want me to take you where? And we're like, the Ant Hotel. He's like, okay. The Ant Hotel was a block away. We had no idea. We didn't know. It was like you could see it from where we were getting so, into a taxi. Instead, he took advantage of us knowing that we knew nowhere where we were and drove us all around the city for like an hour and it cost like $100. Yeah, this he, is a terrible day. Not for him. No. Yeah, we had been in an argument and I, I'm sure I was being horrible. I don't know, but I was hungry, so. And Brooke stormed off. And so I followed her like the most stealthy little ninja for hours, just making sure she was safe. But there was a point in time where I'm like, I'm really good at this. You were really good. I was. Till I turned around. I let you spot me. Ugh, I can't like hear. I, I am not in a good place right now, <sighs> orally. Well, this one's the worst. This one looks like blood because it will make our ears bleed. I tried this the other day. I woke up in the night. <laughs> Ooh. Careful. It was rough. <laughs> yeah, Brooke wept eating this the other day and I think you lost feeling inside of your face or something? No, it went in my ear. You like you put it in your no, ear? No, I felt it in my ear. My ear hurt worse than ever before. I don't know if I should drink it's something It's called or not. the bomb beyond insanity hot sauce and there's a warning. This sauce is extremely hot. Keep out of reach of children. Consume one drop at a time with extreme caution. There's so much more than a drop on this wing. I don't know if you can see this. It looks like blood. It's, I, I see this These eating a hole inside of my body. It's a cleanse. All right, are you ready? Yeah. I'm not. I guess I should eat that part first. I don't want to. Mm. I've got it. Mm. It's so different What's than the other. What's the others. next question? I don't care. Give me a minute. Mm. It tastes like a rotten crawfish. 
crawfish already taste rotten. No, they don't. They taste like pee pee. Not when Joe Lanzalotti makes them. Mm. Which food? It's uncomfortable. Oh my god. Which food and or supply? Am I even covering my mouth? Use a napkin. That's dirty now. I don't care. Which food and or supply <sighs> would you hate to run out of right now? Toilet paper right now. I this don't is gonna come that. out of me. Ooh, um, I don't want to run out of anything. Can I be real? Like, I want all of my normal things. I don't, oh, I ever want to be without anything. I'm drinking milk. You can't go straight to milk. I can. Oh, you're a wuss. This is horrible. This is not good. I can't do the last one. You're going to do the last one. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it so much. I don't want to talk. Just get the birds in the background. I don't understand why the toilet paper is. How have the toilet paper people not like just gotten on the ball and started just cranking that stuff out? <clears throat> it hurts so bad. I'm really pleased with myself that I made it as far as you before breaking down, but I'm not okay. <sighs> I blew snot out of my nose. We're gonna make our staff eat that. I was just gonna say that's the one they you're have gonna to eat. eat. It. You're gonna eat it today, and you're gonna make a face. Ugh. All right, are you ready? No, let's just do it. I'm saying like for the last question. Yeah. You're a crazy person. It's just a little extra dab. It's a lot. That's enough, you're good. <laughs> Our last question is, how do you share the gospel digitally? We'll let you think about that for a second while we eat this. I don't understand. How is it going to be harder than the last one? I don't feel good. Um, well, I know what you don't do. What do you not do to share the gospel digitally? You have to be consistent, so you can't get on there and be like, here's a big, beautiful picture of me wearing hardly anything with a scripture underneath. That doesn't work. Have you been doing that? No, but I've seen a lot of that. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, you have to be consistent. And I think if you're spending time with the Lord, like your life will reflect it and your posts will reflect it. Oh, ew, so that's the, the best thing The milk isn't do. cold enough. We're not friends anymore. It's disgusting. <coughs> That's pretty good. But what about God's word? It says of itself that it will not return void. When you mm -hmm. put God's word out there, whether vocally or digitally or in song, in any way, shape, or form, it's going to do what it's going to do. And just having faith in that is something <laughs> so necessary during this time, but also, like, God will use it. Um, <coughs> There's a verse, I think it's first Peter. You're covering that your says, mouth. Cast it's because I got food and like There's blood no coming I out of my mouth. Anything. That says, cast all of your anxieties upon me. Cast all your anxiety, all your stress, all your worry on the Lord. Like that one line. Psalm 91. I've seen that everywhere lately. It's like the whole world has just resonated with the truth of that one verse. 
putting words like that out there, words of life and truth and reality and authenticity, it's just, there's just power to it. So yeah, putting stuff online that's not just look at me, give me attention. Like people know when we post stuff where we're just needing likes or desiring attention, put something out there that's selfless and who knows how God might not use it. I don't like it. I don't feel good. All right. I'm done. We're wrapping up. Um, don't forget that during this time, we have lots of existing resources. The Daily Prayer Guide, the Seven Apples app, online church. Pastor Jeff is having full-on worship and sermon every Sunday at 945. So you can watch that live with your family or follow it up later. We've been watching it together and really and enjoying we'll it. We'll all be watching it together. It is a way to have community without being in the same room. Um, if you're in a small group, like you can do small groups via Zoom. You can do them during FaceTime. Um, is that what that's called? Yeah. <laughs> There's lots of ways to do it. Even if it's just two of you, uh, go outside. I mean, there really isn't a better time, at least in Texas, to have been said, stay at home, to spend time in nature than this time of year. I say of the woodlands during this time of year, if it was like this all year, none of us could afford to live here. Some of you could afford to live here. Um, and then be creative during this time. Make stuff, write stuff, um, create content. What a beautiful opportunity we've been given to like explore our own creativity when at the end of our school day online, we're like, well, I got six hours left. Man, don't get lost playing Toy Blast. Uh, that's <laughs> not me, that's him. Go outside and be creative. All right, I have no idea if this was any good for anybody. Those last two sauces have made my day horrible, but it's how much we love you. We have anything else to say? You want to pray for us? Um, sure. I don't know if I can think. Okay, Lord, um, thank you for this time to answer questions, and um, we pray that you would bless all of our students and everyone who watches this um, and help us to glorify you in this time. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Go away. I feel like throwing up. <coughs> I don't ever want chicken wings again. What are some techniques that you or Taylor use when you notice anxiety rising up in your spouse? How do you love your wife well, or how does she love you well when clearly one of you is feeling anxious? <laughs> She's going to, I've had her go to our bedroom and she can sit in bed. Um, I'll put on a TV show for her. <laughs> it used to be Friends would be her, her comfort show. Um, right now, New Girl is it. Um, but she'll sit in bed and bring her water um, or a snack or whatever. Tingly. I don't want to have the other one. I'm done. No, That's it. Y'all are great. Last question. Three, two, one. Is there a verse that's been encouraging you personally in the last couple weeks or related to all this mess going on right now? Not necessarily during all this uh, mess, but just with um, life. Uh, 
my life book, Ecclesiastes. Um, Ecclesiastes 3, specifically where it says there's a time for everything and a season for everything under the heavens. Um, my walk back to Christ was largely because of being unhappy in work. Um, and Ecclesiastes is all about toil and emptiness and um, mm. uh, whew, my stomach hurts. It's yeah. like cramping. It's not comfortable. Um, oh, it hurts. Um, Don't let it get to the <coughs> oh, I feel a ball of fire inside my stomach right here. Yeah. It's like I can feel an ulcer growing. Um, Hello, ulcer. Do, 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 do. You see it moving? That's weird. Are you doing that? Uh, there's a demon baby. No. Are you <laughs> um. So as promised, we have gathered our student ministry staff here, and they are going to eat the last two sauces on hot wings. And Chelsea is going to answer one of our leftover questions, and then Hoppy's going to get the last one. So on the count of three, please eat the second to last hottest wing. One, two, three. Javi, your eyes got big. <laughs> Chelsea, if you could, tell me what's your favorite book of the Bible and why? <laughs> um. <laughs> I think Javi's done permanent damage I, too. <laughs> Chelsea's broken. Uh, my favorite book of oh my god, like my favorite book in the Bible would have to be um probably uh, <laughs> Psalm. Uh because there's just so much uh of like range of emotions in the, <laughs> that book. <laughs> Of like pain and sorrow and oh my god. Not yet. Of rejoicing. Three, two, no. one, go. Oh be trying to sit over. What we building? Uh. <laughs> what is that taste like? What is that? Uh, it's, it's like a car. It's like this. Oh my god, I'm dying. I need to Oh my god. I'll be Hobby. <laughs> Hobby. It's my understanding you have a childhood nickname. What is it and how'd you get it? Can I have some milk? It's tutu. Uh, <laughs> tutu. Uh, the reason why I got it. 
It's because oh I couldn't say tortuga. <laughs> they got stuck with two tooth. <laughs> <laughs> oh I am crying God. here. <laughs> After we finished. Oh, look at her hand. <laughs> <laughs> look at the vein. Oh, that's right, Javi. No. <laughs> Turn the taper off. Stop, it gets worse. It's really purged. <laughs>